of Ed and All Hope listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. I'm doing well. We're having a bit of weather out there. Rain and ice and all that good stuff, and it is cold. I guess it winter got here early, so damn, it's going to be a long winter. Oh, well. Anyway, before we get started, I wanted to do a plug for my friend Eric Bloat and Bloat Games. Now, he's turned out some fine games in the past, some I really like. Uh, survived this, it's, it survived this series, Zombies and... He also did Vigilante City, which is a really good low-to-mid-powered superheroes game. You can do four-color with it, though. But he's he's turned out a couple of things. First of all, he's got Dark Places and Demigorgons, which is basically a Stranger Things-type game, role-playing game. Well, he just did a fifth-edition version of it. You might want to go check that out. I think it's still in Kickstarter or at the end of Kickstarter or something like that. But you might want to check that out. But what I really want to push is his... Survived this fantasy, which he just released in print. That was a successful Kickstarter. He did it really good. It's two books, and you can find it on Drive Through RPG in PDF form or in print form. But you can also get it from the Bloat Games website, which I I encourage because I think I just think it's a better deal. It's two books for forty nine dollars, and it's the survive this system and it's a really good system it's really concise and it just gets in there and just gives you a lot of bang for your buck so if you want to try it out that would be great go ahead and grab a grab a grab a copy a copy of these books they're absolutely wonderful it's at blokegames.squarespace.com so check it out Anyway, I want to get back to what I was talking about. Uh, what I want to talk about is solo games. Where it's, and I'm not talking about solo games like, you know, you're just there, you. What I'm talking about is one-on-one games. It's the, the game master and one player. And we will talk about that after this. Now, about solo games. I've run a couple of solo games. I got this idea from YouTube. Uh, Tetsubo57 did a video on this, on how to keep it going and how to keep it lively. Because he's right. It gets kind of in... When you only have one person, it's kind of like... He he said somebody said it was like gaming in a tunnel. And it can be that way. Now, I have a couple of ideas of my own for a solo game. I've only run a couple, but it's 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 worked. I've never done a whole campaign, but I've run like a few one-shots from my grandson, just me and him. Or me and him and his brother. Usually his brother doesn't want to play, so it's just me and him. So I use the Red Tide system of of simplifying it down. Uh, you'll find that on DriveThruRPG. But it's a system of they were worried about the lethality of a single player game, which yeah, it could be lethal because if you're playing a first first to third level character and you're going up against regular monsters, so it has a way of doing stuff like okay, 
the hit die is your hit points type of thing. So if you get your characters a D8, you have eight. Hit, you know, you have eight hit points. The monster they have, or say it's a D12, they have twelve hit points. The monsters are all D8s. I I'm the old school guy. Remember, all my monsters have a D8 for hit dice. So they all, if they have one hit die, they have eight hit points. If they have two hit die, they have sixteen hit points, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But and you know, you you just do it that way. And there's other things, but I've got a couple of other, I got at least one other idea about that. Um, I tend to give him hirelings or other characters. I really don't like playing characters when I'm playing all the NPCs and everything else as a GM, but in a solo game, I find it a little easier, but what I could do is I write up these either hirelings or other characters on a three by five card or something like that. And I just go, here you go and hand it to him and he gets to play them too. So it's like a, it's like one of those games like that, that where you actually have something of a party that he can rely on. And he doesn't mind doing that because it's like he goes on the computer with video games and stuff like that. He plays that he's playing Baldur's gate three right now. So yeah, you know, you get the idea. So he doesn't mind playing more than one character. And I can throw, and it also means I can throw a, maybe another monster or two at him at a time. And they will survive. So that's pretty much my idea of for a solo game. Uh, something else is, I know I like to keep the scenario simple. And I usually do, but... Here, I even like, okay, two encounters is good. Usually three encounters an hour. To me, three to four encounters an hour for a regular party is good. One to two is better for a solo. So I would cut it down to that. That doesn't mean I can't go more than one session on that. I mean, I say one shots, but my one shots end up being like two sessions. So there's that. And... I, 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 if I cut down the encounters, it's fine. I just add a little more story. You know, I try to get the role playing, and he loves the role playing. And my my grandson Gage is for he's so sharp. He is so sharp. I got to be on my toes with him. Some people aren't as sharp, so I would put in a little more role playing, give him a little more clues, things like that. And I never get to the point of make this roll or you didn't make it. Well, the game stops. I never do that, even in a so even in a one on one situation. So I'm saying, write up hirelings or other in other PC other PCs. Let him play them. Cut down the encounters, and also if you want him to get really involved, have him make the other. Tell him to write up three characters. Pick one you want as the main character. We'll just go with that. That works too. And you guys can probably have a lot of fun that way. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. And I'd like to thank Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, and, and Michael for for supporting me. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Oh, I'd also like to say hi 
And thank you to Jason Saturno. He, he helped me out a little bit. And so thank you, Jason. And I also want to tell you to listen to Dan Gregg's Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognar podcast, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albear podcast, John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinker's Tavern Chat. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.